Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Thoughts and prayers to all those who lost their lives and were injured in Las Vegas this week, uh, and, and my thoughts to all of their family members. This is Billy Persida. You are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. All right. Okay. What's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome to my show. Uh, if you are new to the program, this is a podcast where I typically talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. However, this week's uh, two guests are, I've hooked up with neither of these people. That's never happened. Um, I still haven't met one of them in person yet, but I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Uh, This week, I have got the co-hosts of the very funny podcast, Sex Talk with My Mom. Guess what that podcast is about? (laughs) Yeah, I've got on Cam and Karen Lee Poder. Uh, They are a son and mother duo who do a sex podcast. And uh, it's very fun. I did an episode of their podcast, which came out a couple weeks ago. I highly recommend you go check that out. And then after we recorded part one, essentially, for their show, we recorded a part two for for you people. So uh, you're going to enjoy that. And I can't wait to share them in a bit. But first, show dates, people. Show dates. All right. Look, if you want to come see me do stand-up comedy... Go to manwhorepod.com slash comedy. You can see all of my upcoming show dates there. Um, But really, the only date that matters right now is this Sunday, October 8th in New York City. We are doing the very first Man Whore Podcast live. Oh, man. It's going to be great. It's at the People's Improv Theater on 24th Street. It's going to be me on stage with four. Yeah, four of my exes. Yeah, because I need to hear... You're a little condescending over and over for it to really sink in. Um, tickets are still available at manwhorepod.com slash live, or you can buy tickets at the door. If you are a listener, if you're a fan whore in the greater New York City area, I really want to see you out there. I want to make this first one a, uh, a memorable experience. And I really want to pack it out. It's going to be a great time. So if there's ever been a a time when you'd be like, I kind of want to see Billy perform. This is the show to go to. All right. This Sunday, October 8th. Uh, that show, of course, is part of uh, the bigger Man Con weekend, which fuck I am stoked for. So excited to be hanging out uh, for two days of whore hangs with some very loyal, very dedicated listeners. Uh, and I'll surely fill y'all in uh, on how it goes soon enough. But again, uh, if you're interested in just seeing me do stand-up comedy, you can't make the live show, go to manwhorepod.com slash comedy. While you're over there, sign up for the mailing list. Um, I mostly just send a monthly newsletter. It has a lot of like really great, fun, awesome um, giveaways and news updates about me, my life, and this podcast. Let's get to your emails, people. Your emails. Let's get to your words, your thoughts, your questions, your queries. All right. Um, this first one is a Facebook message. On the Man Whore Podcast fan page comes from Caleb. Hey, Billy. My name is Caleb. I found your podcast through a friend. Listening to your podcast has helped me through a lot of things. I can really identify with a lot of the stuff you talk about. I'm a trans guy, and I'm attracted to women. 
I found that I learned a lot through you, so I just felt compelled to reach out and let you know that you are reaching a bigger community than maybe you know and doing a lot for people out there. Keep being awesome, bro. I plan the pledge to your Patreon uh, when I finish paying off my top surgery, and I look forward to hearing more great things from you. Wow, Caleb. Thank you so much. Uh, that is a very kind message to say. Yeah, you know, I never know uh, what factions of the LGBT community I'm reaching. Uh, so it's nice to know that there's a wide spectrum of, uh, of fan whores out there in the world. And congratulations on, uh, on confirming things with that top surgery, sir. Okay, uh, this next email... This one was titled episode 161. That's all it was. Um, And we're going to say this comes from a woman named C. C writes, I recently listened to episode 161 where in the intro you discussed the Netflix original series 13 Reasons Why. You also discussed your struggle in high school with everything you were going through. You helped save my life, Billy. I had been depressed for the majority of my life, but when I entered my junior year in high school, I was diagnosed with a chronic illness that affected my well-being drastically. I was almost gone and attempted to commit suicide two times, each time unsuccessfully. During that time, I also developed an eating disorder, and I was just so angry. I grew up in a middle-class family that was portrayed as perfect, and then there was me, and I did not understand the reason for life. The town I lived in never talked about mental illness, and it was pretty looked down on. It was my senior year, and I decided that after I graduate, I was going to kill myself for sure and effectively. It was the winter, and I was tired of listening to ads on Spotify when I discovered that Spotify had a podcast section. Your podcast name caught my attention, and I started and being able to just listen to someone actually funny and someone who talked about real-life problems. I found a passion in health education, and I found a purpose. Instead of laying in bed and staring at a wall for hours, I would listen to your podcast and laugh and take notes, and I started a club at school that helped promote proper sex education, and now I'm in college. I had never even imagined being here alive, and now I'm studying to be a health-slash-sex ed teacher. I guess what I'm trying to say is thank you. C. Wow. Um... And, you know, oh, wow, it, is, it did it again reading this email. I, re- I originally read this email uh, on a, on my way driving to Ithaca for a comedy show, and it brought me to tears in this, like, diner I had stopped at, and it got me feeling emotional again. And see, I am so glad that you wrote in. I am so glad that you are still here. I certainly didn't get into the changing lives business. I, I still believe I'm just a comedian with a fuck cast. But, you know, if me crying on mic at 5 a.m. helps someone, like, that's a beautiful thing. I'm glad you haven't given up. And, uh, you know, I hope you continue to do so. And also good on you for being proactive and starting a club that helps promote sex positivity and proper sex ed at your school. That's awesome. We need more of that. We need more people doing that. We need more people starting these like sex positive clubs and more people talking about sex openly and uh, possibly more people booking me to uh, speak at said clubs. Whores got to eat. But, you know, by the simple act of talking openly and honestly and especially in your age group maturely about sex around your peers, you're going to make a lot of differences 
and you may never even notice them. I mean, it's as simple as if you're talking openly and honestly about sex toys, like it's not a big deal and not taboo, someone may just internalize, oh, wow, she's talking about vibrators like it's not shameful. So maybe it's not shameful if I have a vibrator. And wait, you know, maybe now I'm going to get a vibrator. And I'm not going to feel super weird about it because, you know, these people are not talking super weird about it. And, and like it's that it's it can be that subtle, the change you can make in someone's life by just talking about sex and dating and love and butt stuff, you know, just with your average person. So um, good on you for that. And again, thank you for writing in and thank you for being here. And uh, and yeah. Um, if you want to make Billy cry with an email or if you uh, have comments or questions, anything Shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Love hearing from you. Love gang. Uh, love waking up to your words in the morning. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Crash Pad Series. If you don't know what that is, it's a porn site, but it's like a very queer feminist porn site. On their web- on the, the front page of the website, it says Crash Pad is the Bay Area hotbed of queer sexuality. I'm doing this new thing where uh, every month I'm going to hashtag pay for my porn. Yeah, Uh, every month I'm picking a different site somewhere within the porn industry where I can throw a few dollars, Uh, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 dollars each month. I'm going to dedicate to paying for something in porn. So I I thought the first place I would pay would be Crash Pad Series, partially because uh, seven man whore podcast guests have shot with Crash Pad. Uh, Nikki Silver, Nina Hartley, uh, Milka Halili. Andre Shakti, uh, Kitty Stryker, April Flores. I'm probably forgetting somebody. So there's a lot of great people I know have shot with them. I was like, okay, let's start with that. But it's also very much not the type of porn I would typically watch. A lot of trans women, a lot of kink, a lot of a uh, lot of armpit hair. You know, a lot of uh, alternative type of sexuality. They also use condoms on all of their toys. So like, I'm seeing women use magic wands. I'm seeing women use Hitachi wands, but like they're putting a condom over the head of it. Uh, it, it. So it's just very different from what I normally would find or seek out on Pornhub. But fuck, it's so hot. So I recommend Crash Pad series. I was pleasantly surprised by how into it I was. And that doesn't mean I was only watching Crash Pad. Yes, I still watched some stuff on pirated uh, tube sites. I was still watching stuff on Reddit. I was still jerking off to uh, Titty Tuesday in the champagne room. But like, I found myself constantly checking out Crash Pad series, and, and it felt good to do so. Felt like I'm doing the right thing. Also, if you do uh, get a subscription to Crash Pad series, if you do pay for a month, watch the movie Super Freak. It's fucking awesome. The It's a full-length porn film, and the premise is that um, there's a party, and the the spirit, the ghost of Rick James is at the party and possesses various women at the party, and it causes them to have like a bunch of hot, super freak sex, and then the, the, the soul exits the body, and they like forget what happens, and then it goes back in and like possesses another body. body. It's, it's really hot. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan. It's a it's a porn film like I watched from start to finish. <laughs> so yeah, hashtag pay for your porn people. Gotta do it. And if you're gonna do it, you know, one of the sites I'll recommend is crashpadseries.com. Speaking of uh, hashtag pay for your porn, you know, hashtag pay for your independent content creators. As you all know, I have a 
bustling Patreon community where you can get your very own membership for as little as one dollar. And membership comes with bonus episodes of the Man Whore podcast, access to our super secret Facebook group, The Champagne Room, and a whole lot more. Tomorrow I am releasing uh, the first part of a two-part bonus episode uh, to my $5 and up members. Uh, this bonus episode is with Carsey Blanton, who is a musician, but also now a sex game creator. She, uh, she is the creator of The Effing Truth, which currently has a Kickstarter up right now uh, at theeffingtruth.com. It's a really fun game. It's like a mixture of Never Have I Ever and uh, Cards Against Humanity and Bingo. It's really fun. And so the bonus episode is me, Carsey, and two comedian friends of mine playing The Effing Truth. So uh, I want to give you all just a taste of Carsey Blanton. Uh, this is a conversation we had separate from the bonus episode. We talk a little bit about her, talk a little bit about the game. Disclaimer, the game was originally called titled Bango, but uh, they had a trademark battle with a uh, another entity that has a game of sorts that's also called Bango, and so they had to change the name of the game uh, to the effing truth. So when we constantly reference Bango, the game is just, it's the same game. It's just titled the effing truth. So uh, let's get uh, to me talking to Carsey Blanton. So, so you have this game <laughs> that you've created mm-hmm. called Bango. Bango. Yep. And what is it? Why are you here? Tell us. <laughs> okay. So in the most basic version, and we'll play it so everyone can understand it better, but Bango is like sexy bingo. So you get your own little personal bingo board, and then there's a deck of cards, and each card has a question on it, like, have you ever given cunnilingus? And if you have done that, then you cross off. Oh, have I? <laughs> there's a whole podcast about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so then if you've done it, you cross off the number, and then if you get five in a row, you yell, bingo, you're the winner, just like bingo. Awesome, yeah. Yeah. So the, the whole idea, it actually, I thought of the name first because it was like I went to a dinner party at my friend's house in Nashville uh-huh. and somebody near me who had a really pretty thick southern accent was like, yeah, and then we played bango, but she was saying bingo, but she was like bango. <laughs> and I was like, bango, that sounds so fun. That's got to be like a sexy bingo game. Yeah. <laughs> So that was the origin. And that was the, that was the origin? <laughs> were, were they sexy kind of friends? Oh, or were yeah. they my Those friends are some of my sexiest friends. So, yeah. so yeah. It was right that uh, that was the place that the idea came forth. Awesome. And how long has this been in the works? It's been a little over a year. This is the... This is actually the ninth version of the deck. Okay. So, it started out 75 numbers, 75 question cards, because that's how regular bingo works, and then I had to play with the numbers, and I've never done anything like game development before, so right. this is all a new area for me, but well, it's super not, fun. Yeah, that's not your chosen profession. No. Uh, you're actually a very different world. <laughs> yeah. Like, when, when you said that, I was like, oh, I wonder, maybe they're a sex educator, maybe they're no. this, maybe they're an author, and then I looked at your <laughs> website, I was like, oh, this is a very, you're, you're a musician. I'm a musician, yeah. and it's like, that is my full-time day job like my actual day job and I tour and make records and stuff and that's how I make money and so game design is like this hobby that I took on accidentally that now is like consuming my life at least for the time being yeah and and what is you do I assume you are a fairly active 
individual then uh, sexually yeah. uh, right, let me get <laughs> yeah. doctor on you uh, are you currently sexually active <laughs> I uh. am <laughs> thank you for asking yeah I'm actually married but in an open marriage okay <clears throat> um, no ring no ring just because I don't like wearing jewelry on my hands mm-hmm. um, not because I'm trying to like you know trick anybody <laughs> how, how long have y'all been uh, married <clears throat> we've been together for 10 years um, married for four years can, or so. Can I, wait, how, can, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 32. Okay, okay. How old are you? 28. But just like, I'm just, well, <laughs> and I wasn't going to ask because it didn't matter, but then I started doing math and you're like, in my no. head. I'm just like, wow, 10 years. Okay, that's <laughs> only so much time. Wow, you guys are like right out the gate. Yeah, we kind of were. I mean, I've, I like, I was, I was uh, precocious in that area. Mm-hmm. I moved out uh, pretty young when I was 16 and then I like, Started dating, moved in with one a of those. One of those. <laughs> I've, I've I've gone on dates with a couple of those types where she's like, yeah, you know, like I left home at fifteen, and yeah. I just like I was done with college at twenty, <laughs> yeah. just because like you know, fuck, uh, fuck my parents, right? Yeah. And I was like, what? Wait, it was a little who bit says like yeah, that. fuck mom and dad, and then graduates two years early? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little bit like that, but didn't go to college. That was the biggest fuck you to my parents yeah. of all. <laughs> but were you doing music? I was, you know, it was weird. I kind of like, I left home at 16 because I wanted to leave home. Mm. And I like, mo- I grew up in Virginia, left home, moved to the West Coast, uh, lived in Oregon, moved into this house of like, just exactly what you would imagine in Eugene, Oregon. It was like eight artists living in a two bedroom house. <sighs> Love it. <laughs> That's what I want to live I in. loved it at the time. Now that is like literally the worst <laughs> living situation I can imagine. But at the time I was like, this is so cool. They're artists. We were like dumpster diving and biking everywhere and like busking for money and stuff. But I didn't, I didn't plan to be a musician as a career until I was like 21, 22. Mm. And then I kind of started doing it just to be like, I don't know. This seems crazy. This is not going to work. And like within a couple, within a year, I was able to quit my job and do music full time. And I haven't been able to beat that as a profession. It's pretty fun. Yeah. But hey, if Bango makes a million on Kickstarter, now nah, I still won't retire. I'll probably yeah. still do music. Still be touring, just like maybe <laughs> yeah. a more glamorous bus or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll be my own record label. It'll That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, the open marriage, like whose idea was that? That was both of us. It was actually like when we got together, we had a one night stand. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning, I remember talking to him and I was like, listen, I'm single. I just got out of a long relationship. Like, I'm trying to stay single. You were 22. How, like, (laughs) come on, how long of any relationship can you really be? I moved out at 16. (laughs) So I had been, I had just broken up with a boyfriend that I'd been living with for three years. And I was very like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. That's no fun. So I was like very much enjoying being single as an adult for the first time ever, just like most people when they're 22. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, listen, I'm not trying to stop being single. And he was like, that sounds great. And so that was just kind of the the initial parameters of the relationship. And then we just kind of never changed it. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, And how do you identify? I am... Mostly straight. Mostly straight. Yeah, I'm like 99% straight, probably. Okay. Yeah, maybe 97. <laughs> 97? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Awesome. Um, well, I'm excited to play this game uh, once we get a couple comedians over. Yeah. Uh, they're going to join us. We're going to play a little four-way uh, game and see and see what transpires. And uh, and thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah this really, this is going to be fun. Yeah, looking forward to it. Oh, and also, uh, where can where can people find you and where can people find the, the Kickstarter? Yeah, so I'm Carsey Blanton and my music website is carseyblanton.com. My music's also mostly about sex, but... 
It's not I a did, game. Uh, <laughs> it's not think... as interactive. So I actually play. I was playing your music. Cool. This is a weird confession. Um, <laughs> I was playing your music, right? Uh-huh. And I'm on the computer, and I'm just doing things, and then I have the music on in the background, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is cool, cool. Right? It's it's good, like. Like I can just enjoy the sound of the music while having to like uh, like focus on it, uh, yeah. and then all of a sudden through the wormhole that the internet is, ended up in a masturbation session, Perfect. but never uh, <laughs> never turned the music off. Aww, so uh, inadvertently ended up coming to your music. I'm so uh, glad so. to hear it. That's that's <laughs> wonderful news. Yeah, musically, I mean, I was a musician first, so like I wasn't, I didn't go into music to be like, I want people to understand sex positivity. Like, I didn't start out as, like, a sex activist. It was the other way around for me. Yeah. I just write about my life, and my life includes sex, so. Similarly, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a comp. People go, like, are you doing this? If I apply to, like, a Craigslist gangbang, be like, are you just doing this for the show? I'd be right. like, I was going to gangbangs long before I yeah. started doing the podcast. <laughs> uh, as, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm just doing this for the love of the game. Exactly. Well, <laughs> and that's the whole point, as we were saying off the mic earlier. It's like, to me... The interesting thing about sex positivity is every person has sex, like yeah. Democrat, Republican. You know what I mean? Like, it's I love not- that list of people. You say, who's bango for? <laughs> and it's just anyone who bangs. And like, anyone? Anyone. And you have this long <laughs> right. list. I'm like post women, uh, attorneys general. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's when I started laughing. I well, that's like- <laughs> my whole thing with the music and with the game. It's like, it, it's not sex is not something that you only get to do if you're sex positive. But, like, if everybody was sex positive, that would be good for everyone on the planet. Right. You know what I mean? So it shouldn't be, like, a niche cult thing. It should be something that we can, like, spread the love to the rest of the world. You shouldn't have to feel like you have to go do homework to, like, just talk about sex. And if we have more people talking openly, honestly, about sex, maybe we'll all feel a little less weird about it. Right. And who knows? Maybe we can teach, you know, where the clitoris is in school. Exactly. Hello. All right. All right. Let's go play some bango. Go follow Carsey Blanton on the social medias. Uh, she's on Twitter and Facebook at Carsey Blanton. That's C-A-R-S-I-E-B-L-A-N-T-O-N. You'll see links in the show notes. And if you want to get your very own copy of the game, uh, you can go to theeffingtruth.com. That's the F-I-N-G truth.com. Uh, you can get a printout version of the game for $10, or you can get a full set mailed to you for $25. Super worth it. It's great for like a party, great for a sex party. Uh, if you ever, if you have like poly night with like your polycule, uh, it's, it's great for that. It's, I had a blast. Uh, and if you want to hear the bonus episode where me and a couple comedians and Carsey all play the effing truth together, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash man podcast. This will be available to all of my $5 and up members. And not only, and not only do you get access to that bonus episode and dozens more, you're also helping support me and the man Whore podcast and the work that I'm doing. So you're doing like, it's kind of like paying for your porn, but like hashtag pay for your podcast a little. All right. And now for this week's guests, plural. One of, one of those multi-guest episodes I, I occasionally have. Um, Cam and Karen Lee Potter, they run a great show called Sex Talk with My Mom. I have appeared on it a couple weeks ago. Go check it out. But yeah, so Cam is like this, I don't want to necessarily say shy, but you know, we'll call sexually reserved, right? And then his mother, Karen, is this like this hot MILF who's very open talking about sex stuff. Makes for a fantastic combination on a podcast. So I met with Cam at the ACAST studios here in New York City where uh, we recorded 
both uh, his his show and my show for this episode, where where we recorded both uh, the, my episode of his show and their episode of my show. His mother was Skyped in, so she was not actually in the room, so I've yet to meet her in person, but uh, we had a fucking blast. It was so much fun. So if you love this episode, you got to go check out my episode of their show because it's like just as much fun. Uh, and there's even more topics of conversation that come up. And I'm not even going to try to describe all the different things we get into. So just enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the show. Let's go have some sex talk with his mom. I mean, yeah, no, I normally just chit chat away until and I sneak in with one of those Pete Holmesy. Uh, are we recording right now? <laughs> what? Uh, you Wiley, uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> but Cam and Karen, hello. It's nice to finally meet you it, two. It's very fun to be here. Damn glad to meet you too, you little man whore. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. You two host a uh, a great show called Sex Talk with My Mom. That's correct. Which is a show about microbiology. I hear. <laughs> Yes, it is. We, we, we discuss exclusively the microbiome. My mother is uh, an expert in that area. <laughs> that would have been fun if I happened to accidentally pick the thing she's an expert in. Uh, no, but yeah, you have to do this. you've been doing a show, what is it, like three years now, two and a half? Two years. Two years, almost at 100 episodes. Fucking wow. great job. Congrats, you two. Thank you. You've been talking to your mom about sex a lot. We talk about too much sex. And, and, you, still, and you two still haven't fucked. Okay. Just <laughs> no, we have not, Billy. No, we will no, never. You, and you know what? The, yeah, we get asked that. It's so bizarre question. to me. Ew. It's not funny. He asked me that within like minutes of meeting me. Oh, by the way. Okay. Well, what, what, get what, that what, off the table. Have you fucked what, your mother? What kind of question? No, no. But I also don't do a podcast where they're about sex for two years. <laughs> to be in my defense, in me, yeah, meaning there might be a lot it. of pent up sexual. There could be. Who knows? I maybe that's a thing I got to explore in therapy. I think I so. Know. No. Has um, your mom? Has your mom been on your podcast? No, but I thought about something like that as an idea for a while. Like whether it be her, it was more like a, having one of my sisters on. Because my sisters were sexually active far before I was, both like age-wise and in real time, you know. Because I'm how the many, oldest how many and they're sisters? younger. I got two little sisters. Uh, one's like 17 months younger. The other one's like five years younger. They both started way before me. Um, they're both gorgeous people, and I, you know, I took a while, and <laughs> I was a slow and, cook. Okay, but you have not had sex with your sisters. No, neither of okay. them. I've had sex with every member of his family right now. I've had sex with no family members yet. Okay, so <laughs> zero. Wanted to get that cleared up. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> no, but no, you could have this great show. We just recorded an episode of your show. It was very I had fun. A fucking blast. Thank you. So much fun. Yeah. And so you what? Are. Co- I mean, I gotta start with why. What causes you two to start doing a podcast about that with that title? Well, my mother has had a YouTube and also, channel for a while. Have you always called her mother? <laughs> I should tell people he's a 28 year old male. <laughs> Grand, he's wearing shorts, but like he is an adult male. Is it not? Says, what are you? you can't be a male and wear shorts at the same time. They, you yeah, can, but then you also call her mother, and then I just, <laughs> I just start thinking of Bates Motel, and I'm like, ah. You're the first oh, person to mention. I mean, because I don't even understand what what other term would you like him to call me, Mama? I, I mean, just what, feel what? like every serial killer in movies who like <laughs> kills mother. people with his mother. Always calls her mother, like right. I, I haven't seen enough of those to, to really know. But uh, you, for the for this episode, I can call her mommy if you'd like. I would like it if you'd call me mommy permanently. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so, what what caused y'all to do this? So she's had a YouTube channel for what five years? Since two thousand twelve, yeah, yeah. 
five years called the Karen Lee Potter Show. Mm-hmm. She talks. She, at first, she was just talking about. Well, Mom, you want to explain what the fucking channel? Well, for, yeah, the first that I started. Hey, thinking, that's your mother. You're talking to. <laughs> yeah, can you call me mommy, please? Okay, uh, I started because I was suddenly single. I, I, do we want to get into this whole thing or no? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, uh, Karen, I am extremely interested in your okay. uh, personal well, relationship history. Okay, this is, well, it, it's it, about it, to get it's, dark it's real a, fast. It's, it's going to go into a tragedy that turns into a comedy. Okay, so, yeah, right. so we're going to start the husband with husband died. Okay, so uh, we live. <laughs> I lived. I lived in a you know the white picket fence house with the husband. The traditional. Uh, I got married at twenty three. Was married for twenty four years. He has uh, Cam has two siblings, one older sister, one younger brother. Everything was great. Um, traditional stay at home mom. They started working. You know when the kids went off to school and video editing. Blah 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 blah. Yada yada yada. Monday, my husband, I get a call. He went to work and he was murdered. Wait. Okay. What? Yeah. Okay. So that's Wait, where the tragedy well, whoa, comes in. What? Yeah. I. I. I okay. I am not very. Mat- I'm not a mature adult male uh, to handle information <laughs> like that. <laughs> Hence you, why he calls me mother. No, I'm just kidding. Most people um, don't know how to respond. the mother part. Yeah, yeah, most people do not know how to respond well, when we drop this information on Right, them. well, when, when you say like cancer or something like that, people go like, oh, I'm so sorry. But right, not that you right. shouldn't be sorry when someone gets murdered, but it's not the one you hear every day. No, no, no it's a bizarre no, thing. No, it, it, it's awkward. It's an awkward thing. Huh? It's very awkward. That's why I kind of like throw it in there to keep you know just people on their toes make sure they're listening otherwise yeah. they're even listening <laughs> but, but anyway, it's a truth story the, the, it so, is a someone horror. like if they're not listening then you start going like uh oh, and they'd be like oh what men, kind of murder was it uh they don't they just no so they jump in and they go like oh well, what kind of cancer was it and you go knife <laughs> knife cancer exactly well that's exactly what happened so it anyway what happened yeah. uh oh he uh was murdered by an employee uh and uh i was uh, i don't know in my 40s then and, uh, you know, three kids, young kids, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, well, uh, when I was ready to go on the dating scene again, I was like, okay, I'll go research stuff online, what to do, you know, who to, you know, who I can relate to. And it's either like 22-year-old girls talking about dating or some, you know, these pickup artist guys telling you about dating and nothing I could relate to. Certainly, And you'd been, in 2012-ish, you had been within like maybe 23, 25, 24 years. years. 24, 24 years, yeah. So, last, so, so the dating scene, uh, which Jesus, 2012, I think that's when I. So, 89? no, it's 2006 when when he was murdered. Okay, okay. So, the, so a very was, different the, dating was, scene you jumped it, into. Yes, it was very. I mean, I didn't have cell phones when I originally was uh, in the dating scene. Well, of course, I was right. also 20 years old. Anyway. A long story short, I thought, I need to find something. I need to find something that's going to, you know, and I couldn't. So I figured, well, if, you know what? If you can't beat him, join him. I'll be the one. I'll tell about my personal stories. I have a master's in social work. I'll try to help people that, you know, are starting dating relationships, that kind of stuff. It turned into horny guys wanting to know about penis size. So when she started the channel, she was, I, I was so excited for her. It's so empowering. You know, you're going you're gonna to give out advice on how to date to other women who found themselves in the uh, situation. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, a year later, she's only exclusively talking about blowjobs, penis size, how to eat uh-huh. pussy, all these and, sorts of and, things. And, of course, cougars, which is the term I reinvented to uh, a confident, good, older, unique, seriously. genuine, assertive, and racy woman. Yes, I wrote a well, book how, called A Cougar's Guide to Get... <laughs> what was the book's title? The book is called The Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. 
Nice, and, nice. Yeah, yeah. Very inspirational. What was that like for you? Like, so she pitches you like, oh, it's dating and stuff. You're like, great, good for you. And then it starts being like, and uh, here's what you do on the underside of the penis head. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. mom. Yeah. Had you always it, been that s- close about sex stuff or was this like a new? This was a new thing. I mean, okay. you, we were pretty open, but this was out- outrageous. When have you ever heard your mother <laughs> talking like this? Uh, my mom <laughs> makes a lot of innuendos, but never so explicit. Extremely explicit. You know, I always pretty, was pretty much open about sex, so I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was always my entire life open about sex. It just, I think well, it kind of runs in that one and, side and of my, my family. My yeah. friends would come to her for sex advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. growing oh, up, yeah. like in high school and such? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. What, what kind of vibe were you giving off that they knew to come <laughs> to you? I don't... Because it's a specific I, mom, because every town's got that mom. She's the cool yeah. mom. Yeah, the cool mom. Who, that's the one you go to be like, hey, I need yeah. to buy condoms. Like, you're the mom right. that yeah. you went to? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've okay. done that. I've I've gotten rats for for boys, <laughs> but you got rats. but you but but it's not like you had been like had uh, this like uh, I don't want not I don't want to minimize by not saying full, but um, but you hadn't had a long dating and sex history before you were married, right? So that, that is true. That is were, true. But were you open about sex and stuff in high school and college? I, that... Like I said, I was very open about sex in college. I had a wonderful yeah. sexual experience. Oh my god! <laughs> one, you had one singular wonderful sexual. You're like, this it's is a, good. It's a I night quit. That I, I will fucking remember forever by the because she talks about it so. Regularly. I talk yeah. about it a lot, but the point is that I lost my virginity in a positive way. Okay, it okay. was a very enjoyable way, and I think I recently thanked the guy that I lost my virginity to on the phone. I called him up. At, I was drunk, and I'm like, I just want to thank you because I really had a great experience, and it could have gone the completely opposite way, and I wouldn't be the person I am today. So, thirty years later, I'd be like, hey, you know, thanks for the good dicking. Um, <laughs> it basically was, yeah. You know, he he did well by me. So what anyway, can you, what, can, what can someone listening do if they're with a virgin? You know, what what's a good if you're a penis wielding person with a with a vagina haver? Uh, what what would you do? What what are some good tips and I could for being a good deflowerer? What was not great for my. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's start. Okay. So the most important thing, obviously, is you know know the woman's body. Uh-huh. You know, and not through porn. Don't learn anything from porn. But my main thing is you know just communicate. You know, be a real good communicator. Be a good observer, and uh, you know, be confident about everything. Just. You, and try new stuff be experimental there's so many different things i could tell you but his main thing the reason he was so good is because he had this aura of like um like bedroom eyes kind of knew what to do uh pursued me he made me feel very sexy so there's a lot of ways that a guy can even in college like become like this like you know, Casanova type of guy you know so he yeah. he it wasn't just me he was able to get a lot of girls that way so and and you've just heard this story so many times. So what what was the talk for you? I think I should call him the man whore. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm, I have I haven't been on this. I haven't been sexually active for but maybe ten years. Uh, I don't know that I really deserve the title, but if people want to give it to me, um, oh, but, so I'm you've sure. always been open about sex and, and whatnot. So what was the talk like for Cam and your other children? Well. I, I think it's just kind of. Uh, it was always open, dis- openly discussed. It was there was never like a this is what it is, right? I mean, as far as I could remember. 
Well, your dad, interestingly enough, like one time, like, I guess we were watching porn and my daughter comes in. She goes, I want to see my dance recital DVD. And she puts it in. And we had the time with half the DVD and half uh, VCR player. And the porn (laughs) comes on, you know. And I'm like, oh, that's your dad, you know. But meanwhile, like he was like the one who would be like, he blamed, you know, everything on me. So it was like he really didn't like to talk about sex with the kids. And I would just be the one like, oh, let me talk about it with you guys. Let's be honest. Let's be open about it. Cam, what's your earliest memory of a sex talk with your mom? I remember telling, I, I do remember getting my first boner and asking her, I was looking at like, <laughs> People Magazine or something like and that. And how old are you? No, you were watching I'm a soap young. opera. You were watching a soap opera. Oh, there's so much cleavage in soap uh, operas? I, re- I remember yeah. fucking. He was I, watching All My Children. Okay, this might have been two different experiences where sure. I talk about my boners with you. Because I remember <laughs> when I was looking at a People Magazine and getting very aroused by these, these pictures of women. And then and I asked her, I don't, why, why does my penis get big when I look no, at these things? No, you said, Mom, it hurts. It hurts. So this uh-huh. is this, there must have been a different time. Because yeah. what I remember was not this situation. But you couldn't have your own memory of my first boner. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, thanks for making my boner all about you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, so that was, that was so it was, just, it. it was just a constant thing in the house. So, yeah. so and to Also, I, I will say having such a, a, an open mother. And it's not just about sex. It's about drugs and about alcohol. Actually, with drugs, you weren't as... You didn't condone them as well. Uh-huh. Um, but for, with alcohol, she's like, my dad was like, here, take a sip of Johnny Walker. You know, d- d- yeah. So we, we were very we, like, um, let, let, let the kids have their own consequences for all the things along the way. And I never would put these restrictions on the way a lot of the other parents did. I was a very lax. I'm not lax. That, that's not a good term. I was a very much. Um, uh, if they're going to be drinking, let's do it in our house where we can kind of control it or monitor it in a way. No, no, no. I would encourage them to drink. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it, no, but it was like if they're going to drink, like, let's have the party to try at our it. house yeah. so where it's safe and they're not going to like, you know, whatever. Well, so but what it, resulted was that I had no desire to ever drink or right. have sex or like – I had nothing to rebel against. Uh-huh. My uh-huh. rebellion was not doing these things that she was right. pushing me to fucking do. Sure, sure. So I didn't have sex or start drinking until college. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of a late bloomer in this sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, when she she starts this YouTube channel talking about sex. And I start talking about it in my stand-up. Because uh-huh. you were also a stand-up comedian. Right. And also apparently a clown. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I did not know. Yes, yes, <laughs> Until yes, today. Yes. So, oh, he, he, he recently graduated. Thank you. I was in clown school. Okay. Yeah. And not the clown like Bozo the Clown, but, you know, the traditional. No, I like, know, the clowning. Yes, and yes, he, yes, he did, he, by the way, he did have a miming episode on Silicon Valley you might want to check out. Ooh. Yeah, check it out. He was you on the refrigerator. He celebrity. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was miming a blowjob, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I started talking about my stand-up. It was the most well-received jokes that I had. So I just started doing a ton of material based on my mom. And then finally, people would start coming up to me after the show being like, is this real? Is this true? Mm-hmm. You, you, your mother is this like self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar? Well, you were reading the know. book. You, were t- you took my book and read passages out of it. I was reading the book. I was trying to sell the book. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> And then, so then I was like, I don't know how to more make this more realistic to you aside from actually collaborating with her and making this podcast uh-huh. so that's where this came from that's amazing yeah so then we, we made this comedic podcast that we talk about sex yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so what, what's your so let's contrast a little bit you're you're single and you're out there correct 
No. No. Oh, Ooh. no. That's What's what I was going to tell you that my boyfriend is several years younger than me. Uh, hence how, how many the, years younger? Uh, is it 15? 15 years younger. Good for you. See, everybody goes good for you. They never say it if, like, if it's a guy and he's dating someone 15 years younger. You wouldn't say good for you. But it's like a stigma. It depends. Right? It I depends think, on the guy. I'll, tell, I'll put it this way. The guys who are dating 15 years younger are typically a, a lot creepier. It's not because they're Douchier. dating 15 years younger. The 15 years younger dating uh, is a is a uh, byproduct of their general creepiness. I think that's right. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. accurate. Isn't that, I agree, but it's just so funny the way your the reaction I usually get is good for you. <laughs> yeah, good for you. But to it's get some stamina. It, you yeah, know? It, you know, it, I got to the point when I was single, I was like can't I find one guy over the age of 30? You know, they, I was so excited to find him mm-hmm. because he was over 30. It was mostly these younger guys that were out there looking for older women. It's like an epidemic. <laughs> it's crazy what's that going on out there. But anyway, so after I, you know, went on my dating scene for a while, um, met my boyfriend about a year and a half after my husband passed away. And mm. he was in New York. I was in Chicago. We had a long distance relationship for a while. He moved to Chicago. This is the same boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. You've been We've been like to, five years? Yep. Nine no, and a half years. Nine and a half. That's amazing. And I was going to tell you that he was the one who taught Cam how to mime a blowjob. <laughs> Is he also so, a mime? No. No. He, he made a very He's just given a lot once. of blowjobs. That's... <laughs> yeah. So, well, she did not, it's not nine and a half years of being long distance. No, no, but just nine and a half years together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and to to contrast that, uh, what's what's your dating situation? I came to New York. I'm in the, for the sole purpose. Yeah, you're just here for the summer, though, Just for the summer, maybe longer, who knows, just to explore what it's, you know, I'm not a big casual hookup guy. New York is a very casual scene. So I said, you know, I'm going to try to explore my sexual, sex life. Sure. You know experiment because i've kind of been uh, more relationship oriented so we'll see what happens to do a call back to our episode on a whole different show uh have you considered craigslist bukkake <laughs> <laughs> we talked a lot about my bu- people we talked a lot about my bukkakes when i did their show 20 minutes ago <laughs> it, was, it was very interesting and I, I have never thought of doing that i've never even thought about going craigslist but, after but that, like we have I a might. very healthy like yeah. tinder bumble scene for example yeah, or yeah. like uh, there's uh, even if you want to just if you do want to try explicit hookups, there's this thing called the Pure Hookup app, which uh, which you're sponsored, spon- yeah. sponsored on the show. This but I also oh, yeah, I'd like to know what, the, me, what is still, the Pure Hookup? What is that? It. What is the Pure it's Hookup? Just the app. idea. It's um, what I like about Pure about Pure Hookup app uh, as they've rebranded. I feel like I'm supposed to say the entire title every time. <laughs> uh, what I like about them is that with like other, let's say swiping apps. There's an ambiguity a lot of the times of why they're there. Like, are they there to hook up? Do they want a serious relationship? Do they they want to casually date? Do they just want friends? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, typically, it depends. It's different for different people and different connections. They were like, well, I would be interested in seriously dating certain people and interested in hooking up with other people. And that's a very healthy outlook. However, it's very ineffective if, say, you definitely want to go hook up because if you, if you, I, I a, understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I get it. If you, right, so if basically, you hit on someone, well, if you hit on someone to hook up with them, if you hit on someone to hook up with them, uh, and you would date them, but and they don't want to hook up, there's no like coming back for you. Can't be like, oh, you don't want to fuck. I mean, dude, I'll totally date. Like, no, 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 they cut you off, right? Mm. So with pure, everyone is there specifically to hook up and to hook up that night. You have a when you get a match, you get a one hour chat window. 
and the chat window disappears after an hour. Oh so like, there's a you got one hour to make plans. Holy shit! Get to it. Yeah, and yeah, shows, you've used this. Yeah, I haven't hooked up from it yet, but I've had matches. Conver- still figuring out how to talk to it. It's so weird switching from like apps where you have to sort of allude to sexual stuff before getting explicit. Switching to an app where it's like. If I say, like, oh, hey, you know what's going on? They're like, no, f- shut the fuck up. Are you going to come fuck me or what? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, had, wow. I, I, had, I was supposed to get, I was, I was this close to getting laid with a flight attendant who was staying in Weehawken, New Jersey. It was 1.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Um, and we match <clears throat> and we talk briefly and she's like into it. She gives me the name of the hotel. That's how close I am. She's like, here's the hotel. And I don't have a car. Oh and God. and I look up on public transport. It was like it would take an hour and a half, two hours, just because of the, t- not because it's far, but because it was like one thirty in the morning on right. a weeknight. You oh know, trains God. aren't going at the uh, time limit, so I'd maybe what get about there, like, Uber. <clears throat> that's an expensive Who's Uber for that. That's an expensive Uber. Uh, so it was okay, just like, so oh. that's what that's so, so that is basically the. There's no question about what the agenda is. Right, okay. right, and and I was just like, oh, I wish I had a fucking car because I can't. Because I was like, hey, how about tomorrow? She's like, no, I fly out tomorrow, and I was like, maybe I could have your number. I could be like your New York fly. I'm look, I'm look, I'm grasping at some straws here. I'll be your flyover boy. She's like, nope, sorry, bye bye. I'm like, no, that was the closest I ever got. I, on the I just period. don't even get that. I mean, without even knowing, what if you get there and you're like, ooh, she's got bad breath. Yeah. I don't want to do well, this. Well, I mean, the, the 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 requests are you put up a picture and you put up one picture. And oh, that, that's one that. picture. Yeah, but you in the chat box, you can also exchange more pictures. Uh-huh. Um, also, the, what's the worst that happens? I show up and I'm not one of us is into it. Then I'll just go home. Like that's not the worst thing to happen in the world. Yeah, I mean, it would lead to an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But life is full of difficult conversations. Yeah, yeah. If you maybe, can't handle yeah. difficult conversations, you don't deserve to be an adult in the world. Or maybe you could specify that in the chat earlier, saying, you know what? It, just I in think case that's this, always there's going to be a 15 though. minute consult. We'll see I, like after I, I could, minutes. I, I could never handle this. I would get there and I see that he's missing a tooth on the side of his mouth, and I'd be like, "See ya." Yeah, not I, yeah, that's that's possible. And then you, because yeah, that's so all that would happen. Me, but so much to me is is the pheromones and uh-huh. just the, the chemistry of like just the eye contact. It, it, it could be like the picture might be gorgeous, but I get there and he's like, "I'm like, ew." Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I mean that but I would maybe would meet it, more you know? than that. But you can also meet up for a drink. Be like, "Okay, let's meet at this bar." In like 45 minutes and, you know, I think suss I each sh- other out. I feel like uh, if I know someone wants to fuck me and I'm, I'm like have it very close to it's that so happening. It's so adorable watching him say the word fuck. <laughs> Do you me? get that at all ever? Wait, who's you, adorable? Me or Cam? Him. Him. He, Cam. Like, when Cam says the word fuck? Do you think it's fuck? adorable when I say fuck mother? No, I, I kind of like it. It's, it, it, it's <laughs> funny. It makes me laugh. Because, like, in, in doing this show for, like, two years, do you still see him as, like, your uh, – where, where do you fall? You're in the middle child? Mm-hmm. Um, but do you still see him as, like, your, your baby, so to speak? Like, is no. That no, or he is – you know, it, it, he has changed from, like, this deer-in-the-headlights kind of guy that just was, like, scared to, like, talk to girls to, like, now he's, like – Oh, I had a one night stand. I'm like, you fucking did. You rock. I mean, <laughs> he would he would literally feel this pressure for me. Like, I mean, like how did one of his friends tells me he could have lost his virginity, not Cam, but his friend said I could have lost my virginity in, in a sorority house. I had two girls that wanted to do it. And I'm like, and you fucking didn't do it. He goes, no, I decided against it. I didn't feel comfortable. I was ready to kill the kid. I don't know. I just feel like never pass up certain opportunities. But, no, but it has it, it has been a process for us as well. Trying to yeah. you know this podcast, it, it's a bit dangerous because there's such a closeness there mm-hmm. that it, it creates a little bit of a dependence. Well, wh- 
A dependence? So, a dependence. Do, so do this explain. is something we've had to become conscious yeah. of to, to yeah. make sure that there is some independence there. That not it, you that mean, I'm are able you talking to about like oversharing, like being able to... Yeah, to, yeah to, to know the line between oversharing, being... Um, yeah, to live to live my own life and individuate it in a way from my mother. Right, this, mm-hmm. right. this has been something that's come up a, a lot over the past year. Yeah, and the, this is the a lot of people. Do, I th- well, we can get into it for. Yeah, but, it's another whole conversation. But basically, I've seen him evolve from yes. like very from when like, you started naive, the show. Very he, yeah yeah he's gotten definitely. I mean like because I listened he, to the first few episodes back when you guys launched. So I've I I remember hearing you at least as that's yeah. what you're ex- yeah. describing. Yeah. Although right now when you when you take me in we haven't we've never met before right. tonight. So do you take me in as someone who's sexually experienced as, as someone who's kind of what, what what is your perception? Well, you say Co- mother like, a lot. Yeah, I do say mother. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from his saying mother a lot. And what do you f- compare to yourself for example? I mean, I I, f- I feel like you are like I, First of all, I, I thought you were like in your forties when I heard your voice. Okay, I had oh, no idea you were in. A, when she heard your voice, no, she heard your voice. Not she didn't even see you. She did I didn't not see, see you. She now saw that me, and she's like, oh, he looks like thirty-five. Good for him. Oh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I actually can't. You got this glasses. huge, gigantic microphone in front of your face. I can't even see you. So no, I'm. What I'm saying is that when I heard your voice, because of the matu- the maturity in it and the way you handled yourself with so much, I was listening to quite a few of your podcasts. I was like surprised that you're only in your twenties. Uh, thank you. You're, I, I thank same you. feeling. Thank you. You okay. slept with how many people? Upwards of 70, 80, something like 70 that. 70 or 80 people. It's, it's a lot for that, yeah. that age for a few years. I think I'm still under 10. That's fine. <laughs> it's not a competition. It ain't a race. Hey, ain't, not all of them were quality. I, I was bad for a lot of that. But you, it's like, I was really bad for like a lot of those. It's, it, it's more like every time I have sex, it's like a god. It's a, such a new experience. Uh-huh. Like afterwards, I'm like, oh my god, did I make her pregnant? Did I use the condom right? Did I, did, you know, did I, do I need to respond in this particular way? Do it. It's I such a fucking mind fuck. He's he's like more of an anxious person than you. Uh-huh. I don't know. Is that is? Do you still experience that, or is that no? My anxiety gone? is just all about like how I haven't eaten carbs for sixteen hours, and it's like, <laughs> too far for me. Like all I want to do right now is eat pizza, but I'm trying to look good for an orgy in two weeks. <laughs> I, you know, I really wish I had done an orgy. I never did an. You orgy. You still can. Uh, go bring my I boyfriend eat- to an orgy. I know. I, I, I mean, where, where are you? Cool. You're in like I know the accents Midwestern, but where are you? In Chicago. You're Chicago. Yeah, you got sex parties in Chicago. How do it's you find about, a sex It's not party? about that. I have to Kinky make... Salon, has, I think, has a, uh, has a Chicago uh, chapter. You don't That's understand a, something. It's... I still am from the generation of monogamy, okay? And mm-hmm. although my boyfriend, although, albeit he's younger than me and much more sexually experienced than me, from what I understood, it's still like you have to change the whole dynamic of your relationship. Yeah. He wants to know how old you are. Oh, 58. You're 58? Yes. Eight? How old what? did you think I was? I mean, I, I didn't stop to do math. You look like you're in your mid-40s to 50. Oh, I love Ox. this guy. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. a big fan of man whore. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, come on. I've been crushing on your mom for years. For two, <laughs> two years, the first fucking interaction is, uh, is hitting on you. <laughs> no, Thank you, 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 you can go that. to a... No, but listen, one of my best friends... Mm-hmm. Literally, I have one best friend in in LA, and you know who it is, Nina who? Hartley. 
Nina! Nina's been on the show. Nina kissed me at the end of the show, and it's like a oh. highlight of my life. Well, she sucked on my ear. Oh. Was, she, she got very uncomfortable yeah, in she front offered, of my mother. Yeah, she offered to mentor him. Oh, my God. Sexually. Nina is, yeah. Nina offered, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, she does that. So she was like, I'd like to share a sexual space with you. Like, maybe next time you're in L.A. Did she do this to you? Um, well, we didn't We didn't do anything yet. We were like, oh, next time we're, I'm in L.A., like, I could contact her to be like, would you want to do something? Cam? Um, she's like, Cam? She, said, she said, she was like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, she's like, I don't know if it involves my vagina, but she's like, it would be something with your penis. She's like, I don't know what. I don't know if it's intercourse or a blowjob or hand. I don't know, but like, she's something like with your penis like is gonna happen with me at some point. I'm oh like, my God. but like at the end of the episode, she like moved closer. She's like, okay, oh, oh, now, and she like made out with me on mic. Oh my God! And it's the, like I said, highlight of my life. Um, she, please, please tell her uh, hello for me. And I will. Still... We get we get Manny Petties together. Wait. So wait. How do you? How the fuck are you friends with Nina Hartley? I'm pretty good friends with her. Uh, actually, right. she's pro- like my only friend in LA, except for a couple, you know, other people that I would don't think you know. Um, I'm friends with quite a, quite a few uh, porn stars because I interview them for my show. And Nina has, and I have done several uh, interviews. And then Cam and I have um, had a, a, you know an interview or two with her. And she offered to mentor Cam sexually. Um, so it's know. a fairly recent, it's like a somewhat recent-ish friendship in that like it's been since you started the YouTube show. My YouTube show is f- five years ago, so I've been friends okay, with her for Okay, five years. Oh, I just meant like when, when you, I, I didn't. She's not sp- like a college friend, but we yeah, are. Yeah, for a big, split second, I thought this yeah. was like a, like a decades-long friendship. I was like, oh my God, like do tell. Like tell no, me no. about no. young Nina. <laughs> my mother just moved to LA. That's why. The, oh, big, yeah. Okay. yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, I, that's I, awesome. I, I didn't finish the, this, the conversation where I met my boyfriend in New York, dragged him to Chicago. Then I decided it's time to move to California, and he moved to California with me. And now, uh, you know, we're all over the place. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't have any friends in California except for Nina Hartley. So, what are you going to do with Nina Hartley? Did you wait? So, what happened oh. so far with Nina Hartley? So far, so, so I, I, we had the the interview. She offered to fuck me and mentor me. Whatever that may mean. <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever that yeah, means. Yeah, Because so, for her, she's so open-minded to, like, it doesn't have to just be penis and vagina. There's all these other awesome things right. that she says in that in- insanely adorable lisp of hers. And, exactly, um, yes. <laughs> so so, so I, I started talking about this in my stand-up. I'm telling the whole story, opening it up to the audience. What would they do if they were found in this situation? Also, the thing to note is that my mother looks very similar to Nina Hartley. Yeah, yes, it's one does. of the reasons that, that, yeah, attract- that, that attracted my boyfriend to me. Uh-huh. So that's a fucking <laughs> weird thing. That's a weird so thing, right? That, that is not a big turn on for me. This is something that makes me repel, repelled. Anyway, I'm bringing this up with So are you audience. just not attracted to any hot blonde? Is that like a thing you can't They're the be same anymore? age. They're very similar in attitude. It's just like, wait, it's, okay. there's yeah. an overlap there. I've, I've been, uh, literally, before I even met Nina, uh, two or three times I was asked if... I could. Ha- they could have my autograph. They thought I was her. I mean, that's amazing. It, 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 and not even like at porn conventions. I'm talking about like when I was out just at dinner. Yeah. Well, anyway, I would bring this up. So in, in my so stand-up what, set. So they, okay. people eventually they were like, "You need to do this. You have no option. You have to do this." So I. There was a lot her. of pressure. A lot. Of it pressure. was a lot of peer pressure that I brought onto myself. I texted her, "Hey Nina, I've been thinking a lot about you. I'm. I would love to take you up on your offer to mentor me." She responds. Great, let's have lunch or coffee. <laughs> this and, and this then is I, how long ago? This is maybe a year ago. Okay. So then I go, I go, 
I, I, I kind of was looking for the more hands-on training as opposed to lunch or coffee. What the fuck? What are we going to discuss? By the way, you sex? can find... I, uh, well, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes you have to like go have a conversation with a woman before she fucks you. <laughs> so it's <laughs> a thing. Sometimes they make you do it. Sometimes uh, she wants coffee and I got to buy her dinner and a movie and then maybe she touches my pee-pee. So I didn't know. I didn't know. I was I was bamboozled by the whole situation. I, the whole thing was just a mind fuck. So I basically said, I want the hands-on training. She says, absolutely, after a lunch or coffee first. Right. Yeah, right. Okay, oh, so anyway. Acting so, like a young gun, just jumping straight to the sex. I, I was out of my mind, okay? What the you, The anxiety thinking? was at an yeah. all-time high. So I, we were in the process of, of setting it up, and then I don't, she just ghosts me. I don't hear anything back. I, she's, I, I got she, but she's kind of like that, though. She's like kind of like hot. She's, she's a busy she's busy. Lady. So, she's so very busy. The cracks. Yeah. So then I, I came down from I'm like, okay, it's fine. I, it wasn't supposed to happen. I don't want it to happen. We're over it. Let's get over the anxiety. It was just a very anxiety provoking situation. <laughs> so, but then my mom comes into town and she becomes friends with her again, and then it reopens the whole can of worms. Yeah, so I sit down with her to get a pedicure, table. and she says to me. You know, I'm still, you know, ready to mentor your son. And I'm, and you know what I said to her? I said, I'd rather have you mentor my boyfriend. <laughs> uh, would I mean, you let Nina fuck around with your boyfriend just yes. to teach him some things? Would yes. You, would you and fuck I told him with him Nina? I, I don't know what I would do if I was there. I can't say never or, or what I would do. And, and, the, and the thing is, but that's like the is, one break from monogamy so far you seem up for. Oh, yeah. I don't even think that's a break, that's an educational tool. <laughs> <laughs> That is, it's not like, that to me is not, that's not another woman. That's just, just like, you know, that's Nina Hartley. Sure. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a sex education. It's such educator. She knows more about sex, I think, than anybody, any sexologist. So. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh man. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm still hoping I'm, I, I, I will check in with her once in a blue moon just to keep my name possibly still out just <laughs> so that when I do come out to LA that that could hopefully still be on the table because I, oh, it would definitely uh, be. time for the fan whore appreciation moment. What's up? This is the part of the podcast where I like to thank several members of my fan whore community on Patreon. want to give a shout out to Julia F. I hope you're doing well in school. Hope things are good out there. Uh, shout out to Brian F. AKA DJ fizzy pop. What a delicious name, man. Thank you so much for your uh, longtime support. Uh, this one is uh, thank you to Peter slash Owen. Which is it? Hey, man, you decide. Guy's got a couple names he likes to use, but uh, I had a blast meeting you and your wife at McSorley's when you're here in New York City. So I thank you again for uh, for being a member. And uh, also thank you to Rebecca F., who is just a, a new hottie that is in the champagne room with us. And I very much look forward to your future Titty Tuesday posts. Thus far, they've been great. So thank you for those posts and for your support. <laughs> and you too can support the Man Whore Podcast on Patreon for as little as a dollar per month. And it's not one of those things where I say a dollar per month, but they bill you a big lump sum all at once. No. You make your pledge whenever you want to, and you alter or delete your pledge whenever you want to. Membership includes bonus episodes of the Man Whore podcast, inclusion in our super secret Facebook group, The Champagne Room, shout outs on the show, and a whole lot more. Become a member today by visiting patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast.
But now let's get back to me and Cam and Karen. Well, she did. Well, she did offer me one thing um, before I got out there to do the episode with her. It was like, hey, would you want to do a video like uh, you could be off screen? It would be just a hand job scene point of view. So you're not on cat and whatever. And I can use it for my site. And I was like, and I, pa- I passed only this is before we did the episode. And she was like saying, like, oh, you're so cute, whatever. Um, I said no, because I've always took the stance that I think it's funnier to have done one porno and retire than to like do like a couple here and there. And you've already done. And the I've one already porno. done the one. Wait, wait, porno. I, I don't know about that. You did a porno. Yeah. Oh, I missed out on that. It must yeah, have been while well, the Skype went dead or something. <laughs> no, we never talked. We haven't talked about. It. I know this from research. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, uh, ah. but uh, the, the short story of it is like two, like two almost three years ago, I did a porno with Sarah J and Siri called Team BJ. Wait, who? Sarah J. Sarah J. That's She's another a- friend of mine. Oh, Sarah J's a sweetheart. Sarah J seems to be friends with everybody. I love it. Um, Sarah J, I'm going to actually see this January, February, I'm going to see a whole porn shoot. I've never seen that. Oh, awesome. I didn't Uh, know that. (laughs) You didn't know that? Yeah. No, I did not know you were going to porn shoot. Do you want to come with? Oh, my God. Porn shoot with my mom. Porn shoot with my mom. (laughs) Special podcast. Bonus content. Bonus content. I don't even know if that's that. I don't know. I'm sure you. Time. I'm sure you could pull some strings and get them on. It's weird. It's weird to be aroused. Yeah. with your mother next to it you. It is. It's a little weird. It's a little. Have weird. you ever gone aroused during recording the podcast? Well, no. When Nina is sucking we- on my earlobe, there was a very. <laughs> and I, I literally said this is too uncomfortable for me because <sighs> oh. my mother's sitting across from me. And I'm then my mom goes flashbacks of that. <laughs> my mom goes, I can close my eyes. No, I and said I, I could like, leave no. the room. It, it was unnecessary. Uh-huh. The whole situation was <laughs> overwhelming. Have you ever caught him jerking off as a kid? You know, it's funny. That's what we usually ask our guests. Um, and I don't think I ever have. Have I? I don't think so. I, I'm not a big, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not big, a big not, porn guy. Not fucking uh, porn, but you know, you don't just whack one off. Very easy. <laughs> I do it very once. It's not that often. I'm not. Yeah, it's not. That, it's not too often. She wouldn't have caught me. <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever walked in on your parents? I wanted to ask you that before. That's what we typically do ask our guests. Have you sure. walked in your parents or they walked in on you? Uh, not on my parents, but like I've been caught jerking off plenty. <laughs> Come on, remember. Do you, con- remember, do you, do you continue doing female- it? Huh? Will do you, I continue jerking yeah. off? Yeah, if your parents walk in or somebody walks in, do you continue to jack off or do you just stop? Oh, no, no, you <laughs> stop, you pause. I don't have that kind of guts uh, to just keep going. That takes a lot of confidence that I did not have. No, you stop. You pretend it's something else. A few times my dad would just straight up catch me on like the the family computer in the middle of the night, like watching porn. Or a lot of times, even it was I wasn't even watching because I was smart since it was the shared family computer in the kitchen. Um, I was savvy enough. I was, I was really into reading porn growing up. I was r- really into literatica, right? Oh wow! So yeah, I, I like would that be, too. Yeah, so I'd be up late because that ways if you get caught, I mean, right. if they're only seeing the screen, then you're not really caught because they don't know what the fuck you're reading. But if but the problem was a, f- a couple times like I would get caught, the, they would catch me in the jerking part, which is you know there's <laughs> it's really hard to pretend that's something else. Be like, you know, I'm rubbing lotion in. I'm just trying to moisturize. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's so funny. So, so I've been so, caught playing. My mom's, my dad would freak on me because my dad had some sort of weird masculine macho man type of thing about jerking off. Or I don't even, I don't even know what. It was just more like 
he would just say like, you know, I can't believe you would do that. Why don't you get just a girl to do it for you? And, oh, and really? Again, like, I'm, a, I'm a kid who like I got bullied mercilessly. I had no confidence w- with myself, let alone women. Like I didn't know how to talk to girls. In my wow. mind, I'm like, yeah, that, I would love a chick to do this for me, but I don't know how. <laughs> Gosh, so, I can't believe like he said that to you. I'm yeah. shocked. I'm, I mean, yeah, my dad. He, well, most, my my dad was like the would... ladies. My dad was a ladies man, um, and even during his marriage, still, you know, uh, unfortunately, was a ladies man. Um, Why like, unfortunately? The only unfortunate was that he didn't tell your mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that part of it. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I think my dad. It was probably weird for him to have a son who was so the opposite of him. You know, my dad was the cool guy. He had a ton of friends. He was sleeping with seniors as a freshman. I was like a chubby kid with no self-confidence mm-hmm. and no self-worth who got bullied all the time and couldn't get invited to birthday parties. So it's probably, I don't know, it's probably well, look at that. Look at you now. Maybe now that's why look you're the man whore. Really overcompensating. Uh, <laughs> and my mom was way kinder. So if my mom caught me, it was more like she would pretend that's not what she saw, but she would carry the conversation so, so like I wouldn't keep jerking, but she would keep talking as if that she hadn't just caught me with that. She yeah, that's, that is kind that, of what happened with Cam catching me and and his dad. Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, you I walked in. You, and Dan? you walked in on us, and I go. I think your dad goes, "We're sleeping," and you're like, "Yeah, right, Dad." And then you walked out of the room, and I was like, Shh, like a deer in the headlights, like, "Oh my God, I can't believe this." I was shaking. Zero, zero recollection of this. And, and, then and don't co- remember, you don't want that to be your last memory of him. Don't put <laughs> yeah, that, that in was, that was the, that Come was on. the last memory right before he died. <laughs> yeah. This is what happened. You don't want that to be his go-to. <laughs> so let him, I, let him I, not have that. I walk in, and, I, and after, you know, like, of course, his father wanted to keep going. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I would like to <laughs> I mean, to be minutes. fair to him, I would probably also try to keep going. Okay, no, you wouldn't. It was like a really awkward, uncomfortable feeling. <laughs> so what, was it? Was his dad a good lay? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I will never <laughs> say, you. I, listen, I'm not going to deny that. Yes, would I be with someone who wasn't? Come on. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't so, know that mother. Well, what the is, what the is the boundary? Because we had this happen on the last podcast where I asked if we were talking about bukkakis. I bring up you answered if she was squirting. So that's well, yeah, answer. we were talking about squirting women, and I, I jumped to, to the only person who's uh, who has a vagina and was like, "Hey, you know, are you a squirter?" And you were like, "Limit." Uh, yep. You, I, that got, was yeah. the limit. I got him the safe word in conversation. <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. But what is the what is the boundary? There clearly is some sort of limit. Well. Of what you guys will share, not share, or she, talk about. I mean, I, I, for me, she, it's more on her end. I, she can say whatever. I might be fucking repulsed. Sure. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to stop her from speaking her truth. Uh-huh. So right. it's really her that's going to... Well, I'll tell you, my. I don't know if I'll get so... Well, I talk about my premature ejaculation occasionally. And sure. Her, so there's not, you know, there's not really a. So there's a limit. nothing you two won't talk about, but that one just made you uncomfortable. Just no, now. I no, both I don't of think them. That's true. I think no, this I, was this was fine. No, I it's think more of like a sh- you know. It's, it's, this is my reaction. It, it's gross to hear if your father was a good lay. Right, but you've also been talking to your mom about sex for two years. I figured you'd. It's it's a be- bit more. She doesn't share that much about the details of her sex life. Right, no, that's, that's, that's the interesting part is that I think it's kind of lopsided a little that I don't share as much uh, or any details of my current sex life with him, and he does share frequently what goes on in his life, and it's just that, and it's interesting because I think that's pretty common. Think about huh. it. 
think about it. I, it's hmm. a, it is a strange. It, it's a double standard there. What's the uh, What's the format? Do you guys have a guest? Uh, is it always a guest on the show? Do you? No. It's sometimes it's just the two of us talking about an experience we've had. Doesn't even mm-hmm. necessarily need to relate to sex. If it's If it's at all tangential, if it's about relationships, sure, it's sure, about discovering our own selves. It'll, it could be about that. It could be the two of us. It could be an interview. You know, it's, a whole, it's a whole fun thing. I, I got to tell you, th- this has been awesome because you've been asking us questions that we kind of never even talked about before. So this is, you're a good interviewer. Oh, I'll, I'll stop it. Then you two are two are pretty good yourselves. Come on now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, where do you see uh, the show going in the future? Well, we're actually talking with. Uh, production companies right now about making a TV docu series. Oh. So th- this this might be the future. You two of the go show. to an orgy together, like uh, <laughs> not like to do stuff together. We've stashed this sailed, uh, but you know that fantasy's <laughs> gone. No, um, it's just more. <laughs> no, but like you two, like going to one. You you bring a girl. She br- you both bring dates, and you go to the thing. And you know you can go to an orgy and not fuck other people. You can. Go and just be with the I boyfriend. Am, I, that could the be more I episode. talk to Manhor, the more I realize how inexperienced I really am. It's Aww. just so funny because it's it, you're you're a pisher. You're a young guy. <laughs> you're a pisher. <laughs> What's a pisher? A like a young guy. guy. Okay. You're a young guy. <laughs> Uh, so you guys are thinking about making a TV show? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But otherwise, we're going to be keep keep churning them out once a week. Yeah, that's amazing. You ever miss a week? Sometimes it's like a day or two passes from the, our traditional Thursday. But you still have like oh, whatever many weeks. You know, it's all been in a row. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah. that feel good? It does. Like you people go like, it, how long you been doing it? 170 <laughs> Wednesdays in a row. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Last night he calls me up. He's like, I had a really interesting experience. I think we should get on and do a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, but I just got stoned. He's like, uh, and, then he an- and then he announces it to the audience. The first thing he says is, well... My mother is high right now. I don't know what you said. Like she smoked some weed. And why were you smoking weed by yourself? I'm like, what's what the what's with the third degree here? I w- I wasn't judgmental. I just wanted to get to the bottom of what was going on there. <laughs> I uh, I smoked weed once on my show that I've published, but that was the whole th- premise of it was it was an, it was someone I had hooked up with once like years ago in Chicago because uh, it was because I was crashing. In her at her place in Chicago, and when we had hooked up, I was crashing at her place in Chicago, and she's like, "I have edibles." I was like, "Why don't we take edibles in the beginning of the podcast?" Oh, geez. and then oh my, and then God. we over the course of like two hours hear how I devolve because I'm not a smoker, oh, I'm a lightweight. Wow! So it got bizarre and abstract. So like, I don't even <laughs> use the whole two hours. It's like I cut to like segments of oh, us that's talking. So fun. I would love to hear that. Yeah, I think it was like episode fifty. That was like that the. Turn at the end of like my first year. So uh, you don't you don't get t- high when you have sex. I have not had high sex yet. My girlfriend really wants to. Uh, just hasn't happened. It's yet. awesome. It's it's way better than not high sex. I've never had it either. Well, mm. if you think about it, think about what pot does to you or weed. Well, that's the it thing. Makes, pot, pot just makes, makes me sleepy. You, oh well, get some good stuff. You're in New York. You got to go to California or something and get some good <laughs> good stuff that's got more of like a you know the. Indica, you know, more happy stuff or stuff you mean that. Sativa? Oh, no, Indica. I don't see. That's how sativa, little I smoke. Sativa I don't fucking know the sativa difference. Sativa is the one that gets you in your head. It gets you very excitable. That's somebody what I meant. Somebody recommend weed to me, like uh, the the Indica, which is the one that makes you sleepy. Indica. Indica. They, they said get it because I have a rape fantasy with my girlfriend, uh, but like of me getting raped, wow. and it's they. But like, I want to not. I want to feel. I want to like not. 
I want to be. It's more of like a molestation fantasy because I want to be like. <laughs> I want to either be like unconscious and out of it. Oh, get or, so you should do that then. Get some indica, and you're going to have yeah. such phenomenal sex. Your every yep. sense will be alive. Right. They were suggesting get something that makes me feel heavy. So yeah. Be like I'll want to try to like stop it, quote unquote, and move. But like I oh, won't want crazy. to, so she could totally take advantage of me and do whatever, and like I don't know, like oh, either ride me or just like slip a butt pug in me, let me go to sleep, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> that could be fun. I cannot wait. You have to let us know when that I, happens. I will. I would love nothing more than to wake up one morning next to her or not next to her. Oh. Um, but there's a butt plug in me that I did not put there, <laughs> and I don't remember going in there. You are a that wild would... man whore. Well, you know, it's called the Man Whore Podcast. We gotta get out. We gotta get rolling. So yeah, right now we're well, right now we're guest recording, so to speak. I guess in a in the Acast studio. So shout out to Acast shout yeah. out to for letting yes. us use their space. Uh, very fun here. Um, this has been awesome. Yeah, no, you two have been fantastic. I mean, I, we've been talking nonstop for a while now. Yeah. Um, is that the accurate time? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! So then we gotta go. I won't even ask that, ask that other question. Um, so <laughs> where where can people find y'all both uh, as as a unit and individually? Mother? Okay, so individually, I'm at KarenLeePoter.com, um, and on That's Instagram is Karen, Karen with a K, correct? K-A-R-E-N-L-E-E, um, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, um, KarenLeePoter.com, and, uh, we're, we're, and our sex talk with my mom is part of Patreon as well, like you are, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can check out our Patreon. You can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, any podcatcher at Sex Talk with My Mom. You can hit us up. Our Instagram is popping off mm-hmm. at Sex Talk yeah. with My Mom. Find us on well, Facebook. What? I was just going to interrupt when you have a mom like that, your Instagram's going to pop off. <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot of messages. 58. I don't believe you. I am yeah. a, I'm a Karen Lee Poter birther. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I want to see a birth certificate. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can find my stuff at campoder.com and uh, at singlecamcomedy on Instagram. And, and he's pretty, he's got some, a real funny Instagram page too. That is very funny. Thank you, mother. <laughs> as, a, as a mother, as, as a mommy, I will say I, that it's really funny. I think thank you, mother, is becoming the catchphrase. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you sign off, be like, all right, everyone, this has been a Sex Talk with My Mom, and uh, thank you, mother. <laughs> I might start doing that. That's great. <laughs> well, thank you very much, uh, Billy. Yeah, thank yeah, both thank of you. you. Thank you both for coming on. Uh, this has been a blast. So fun. Later. I can guarantee that all the laughter you heard during that episode from me was super genuine. Oh, my. Uh, they were a fucking blast to talk to, and I'm so glad I could uh, finally meet Cam and Karen, at least, in a way. Uh, That was great. So, you know, if you enjoyed this episode, definitely go check out my episode of their podcast, Sex Talk with My Mom. You can follow us on all the various social media. Myself, I am at TheBillyPresida on Twitter and Instagram. And you should also like the Man Whore Podcast Facebook page. Uh, We just crossed 500 likes, which I hear is a milestone of sorts. Let's keep that going. You can become a member of my fan whore community on Patreon for as little as $1 if you head on over to patreon.com slash manwhorepodcast. Uh, and of course, if you're in the greater New York City area, I would love, love, love to see you at Manwhore Podcast Live this Sunday, October 8th at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater. 
You can still get your ticket right now at manwhorepod.com slash live. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all for downloading, for your reviews, uh, for your shares and your mentions. You are all so fantastic. If you'd like to support me any bit more, go check out my sponsor, Wink, the wine subscription service that pairs wines for you and your specific palate. You can get $20 off your first month of Wink at trywink.com slash manwhore. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash manwhore. Uh, I'm going to, when I'm done uh, editing this episode together, I'm just going to get back to putting the finishing touches on ManhorCon. Fuck, I am excited. This is going to be so cool. Um, or it's going to crash and burn. Who knows? Maybe I'll self-destruct. We'll find out. <laughs> Tune in next week to see how it went. Um, but no, it's going to be great. And I'm so stoked. And I love you all so much. Enjoy yourselves. And stay slutty. <laughs> So how do you monetize this thing? (laughs) Cam and I are trying to figure this out.